later on will conspire. I'm not joining in, sorry. As we sit by the fire. Welcome to the Ransom Heart Podcast, gang. John Eldridge and Stacy Eldridge in the studio, bringing you into the week before Christmas. And um, the week before Christmas. So soon. How did this happen? How did this happen? It happens every year like this. That's true. That's true. But this year's weird extra. <laughs> it is. Um, we know that the holiday season is is a busy season for most people. Um, it's a season with a lot of different emotions around it. Some of you are so excited and You've got some great plans and things you're looking forward to. You might even have next week off um, or part of it. And others of you are like, oh, my goodness, I've got, you know, 16 more things to do today. And just feeling the the pressure of the the approach of Christmas and the holidays and, and all of that. And then there's still others who don't have anything left to do. And it's just a poignant time of of loneliness. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's a, it's a mixed time of year. Um, and, but I think for everyone, it tends to be, for some reason, a pressured filled time of year. You know, companies are trying to, you know, meet their last quarter and let's get these things done. And they know that everybody else is shutting down between Christmas and New Year's. So let's get, you know, get it done and the pressure and schools. And if you have kids and all that activity going on, it tends to be a busy time of year. And what we wanted to do um, was just try and offer a little sanity. Um, just like maybe how to hang on to your heart through the holidays. Like how how to do that feels like the most helpful thing we could offer. That's good. In the midst of what is or or is meant to be, mm-hmm. a really joyous celebration of the invasion of the kingdom. Yeah, exactly. You know? Right. Awesome. Okay, John. Yes. Christmas time. It's, um, it's usually like a week earlier, first week of December. For the last, uh, this is a quiz, for the last 20 years, what do I come in and say to you? <laughs> I think he knows. Oh, we're going to do it different this year. <laughs> Christmas is going to be different. And it's actually usually around like a family meal. If the kids are in town it's a, it's or, or at Thanksgiving, you usually try and get everybody for as an audience for this I am traditional blushing. speech. I am blushing even now because every year it feels like a new epiphany. But I come in and say quite adamantly yeah. with conviction, yeah. We're going to simplify this year. That's We're going right. to do it differently because yes. I go overboard and I get lost in it. And we're not going to do that this year. So, <laughs> less presents, certainly not as many cookies. Anyway, yeah, you just exactly. laugh at me now. Well, I appreciate the desire yeah. behind that exhortation. Um, but I remember last year you said that, and then I think that you had more greenery around the living room last year than you've had in the house in a long time. You kind of went, kind of went ham on the greenery. Well, not this year, baby. 
<laughs> this year, we are going to simplify. <laughs> okay. So, friends, just just a couple thoughts on what, how do, how do you keep your heart through the holidays? Proverbs 4.23, above all else, guard your heart mm. because it's the wellspring of life within you. Mm-hmm. And, and I think the first thing that would be really, really helpful is just where is your heart? I mean, just to pause and ask um, right now as you're listening to the podcast, but also, you know, over the next couple of days and, and as you move, you know, into the actual holiday week itself and Christmas and New Year's and all that, where's your heart? What, what, what are you feeling this year? What's, what's being provoked? Um, yeah. Just tune in is the first thing because I know what happens for me. Um, I, f- I feel a lot of pressure for some reason around the holidays, and I, I kind of take the posture of I'll come back to my heart. You know, my heart, it's important, but I'm going to kind of put it on the back burner for now, and, and we'll get back to that after the chaos, mm-hmm. right? And that would be a, that would be a very... Um, Unadvisable thing to do. It doesn't work too well. Does it doesn't. It? it doesn't. I love. I love it that the heart will not be ignored. You know, the heart will rebel and it'll show up and it'll start sabotaging. It will, and then it turns to being. Well, speaking, I have a friend who can become resentful at at Christmas time if if um, she, a fifty seven year old woman, doesn't care for her heart. And then just gives in to feeling demanded upon or or just the immense desire to make it amazing and perfect and mm-hmm. transcendent and mm-hmm. holy and oh, all of the longing that I have for heaven. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's me. Um, and it, 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 can, it can turn on you. Yeah, it does. If you're not aware. Now, it doesn't have to turn on right. you. Right. So just, just step one, gang. Just where's your heart? And and to even just put some words to that. In fact, if you'll turn the editor off and just let your heart speak, just let your heart put some words to, here's how I'm feeling this year as the holidays approach. Here's here's what I'm feeling. Um <clears throat> and let me let me share a uh kind of a vulnerable little story here. Um I don't know if we've announced yet on the podcast that we're grandparents. <laughs> we, we are. We're grandparents. Blaine and Emily, our middle son and his wonderful wife, had a little girl named Ailish. It's an Irish name, Irish family. And I, I have a confession. As as Ailish's birth approached, I I was feeling not so much joy. As, oh no, one more life to take care of, one more heart to protect, one more person to intervene for. One, um, and my intervening cup has been pretty drained this year, and and so I was I, I lost the joy for a couple weeks in there mm. because I was just more aware of the expectations, and, and frankly, it was just things on me. Yeah. You know, it wasn't things the kids were putting on us, but just. I had to admit that before I could move past it. And I felt really guilty and, and kind of embarrassed to admit that. 
But I had to admit that. You have to let your heart speak. You have to let your your heart is somewhere yeah. with the holidays this year. And if you'll just be honest with that, here is what I'm feeling. Here are the, you know, three things I'm feeling. Here's the seven things I'm feeling. Oh, it's essential. You, we we talk about oh the imperative of inviting Jesus in mm-hmm. to where we are. Right. And if we are clueless right. as to where we are, yeah. then God with us, Emmanuel can't be with us like we need him to be. Yeah, exactly. You don't know what to invite him into. Right. You don't know where to ask his help for. Uh, the good news is, is that once Ailish was in my arms. <laughs> he's, all, he's done. He's over the moon. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm butter in a hot pan. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, where's your heart? Start there. And, and then uh, just another thought is what will you do for your sanity? What do you need to do for your personal sanity this week and next? You know, as the church activities and the, you know, the work party that you dread going to every year and, um, you know, the in-laws are coming to town or you're going out of town or you don't have some place to go and you're not sure what to do with that. Um, what are you going to do for your sanity? What, what, hun- what helps you hang on to your sanity? Well, I think it's really important um, to not let the things that we do every day get tossed out the window because our pace increases. Um, so the spiritual disciplines, the way that I connect to God, I have to maintain those. For me, it's essential my morning time. I have to have my morning time. I pray the daily prayer every morning and it sometimes it takes a lot longer than others but to align my spirit my mind my heart with the truth to get tucked into the deeper reality reframes my emotions it reframes everything so that's essential i mean if i could skip that a morning i can kind of get by the next day kind of like going a night without sleep i'm okay one day two days ooh not so good and over the holidays where we really want to be present we we want to enjoy them and drink them in and enjoy the beauty. Yeah. So we we have to not ignore the things that give us life. And so for me, it's that it's time with God. It's it's marinating in who I am to Him and in reality, and it involves a bath. <laughs> and you can't do people all day long. Oh, I, I can't. No, you can't. Like, So you have to make sure that there's a little bit of space in there. Yes, I have to have a couple hours there. You do, for your own sanity. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think this is naming something. For some reason, when we hit periods like this, whether it's you know vacations or visits or friends coming over or you've got out-of-town guests, we kind of feel like all the things that we normally do to have a life with God— we can just sort of, it's sort of like our diet. Like you dump your diet at Christmas, you know, you're normally a healthy eater and you just binge on, you know, all the sweets and everything that's going around and then you feel horrible. Um, It's like that. We think we can just dump our regular life with God Mm -hmm. and say, you know, I'll catch you January 2nd. Right. Yeah. And and that that doesn't work. Um, So... You know, gang, just think to yourself, okay, what are those few things that I do 
for my sanity? What are those few things I do that I need to continue doing over the next couple of weeks and not not let it get crowded out? What do you do, John? Um, I have to get outside mm-hmm. for me. Outside is my san- sanity place. And so I have to walk um, or t- just get in the woods or be outside. Even yes. just on our front porch, I'll go pray on the front porch. I need to be outside. I need moments of silence in the day. And I think I think that's all idea of spiritual disciplines is really thrown people because you set the bar too high. I'm talking right. I'm talking 60 seconds, gang. <laughs> like if you will, if this is my new thing. When I park my car and I turn off the engine, wherever I'm going, grocery store, Home Depot, work, home, uh-huh. I don't get out of my car for 60 seconds. Mm. I just say, pause, pause. And it just causes all the adrenaline and the cortisol in my body to just begin to simmer down a little. Yes. And just get a little bit of sanity throughout the day. Just pause, just breathe. And then for us both, it's it's worship, um, having having worship music someplace in the day, in our lives. It's huge. One other thing you do, and I'm I'm I've adopted this is before you even get out of bed in the morning. So wake up and before you get out of bed, um, what do you do? I say, Jesus in me, live this day. Mm. Jesus in me, live this day. That's so good. What I started, what I tried yesterday and today, in addition, was going, was just because I heard a friend talk about this, was just turning my attention to the character of God. Mm. For me in the morning, I can get inundated, a rush of thoughts, what's coming, what I need to do, mm-hmm. and particularly now, mm-hmm. because, ah, you know, the neighbors brought me over a cookie platter. I have nothing for the neighbors. There's just thing, <laughs> things like that. So to turn my attention to the character of God and who He is and His faithfulness, yeah. His goodness, His power, His kindness, His strength, His mercy, just who he is, mm. and then breathe him in, and then, okay, yeah, we, mm. I'm going to live this day with you. Yes, That's God. a good day. Yes, God. Yeah. That's interesting that you said that, because one of the notes I had written down here is, beware what you are saying to yourself. Oh, yeah. Especially when you first get up. Mm-hmm. Like, be aware of what you're saying to yourself. Like, oh, you know, beep, I've got to get going. I've got that meeting. Oh, Oh, I forgot that. I mean, or, oh, what a hard day this yeah, is. Yeah, the negative self-talk, mm-hmm. right? And and you're already kind of making agreements, even as you're, before you got out of bed. Right. Making agreements. So catch your thoughts first thing. Give everything to Jesus first thing. Um, and the other thing that I think would be helpful, is just said we're going to give you a few things for your sanity, okay? A few things. Where's my heart? Just catch up with your heart. Let your heart... Be honest about how you're doing and inviting Christ into that. And and then those few things that you do every day for your own sanity, don't abandon those mm-hmm. over the holidays. Right. Don't abandon that. Um, and, and the simplest thing in the world, um, once you name it, is take the pressure off. Mm. The, the pressure that we all put on, uh, for things to be amazing. Like, I'm going to, you know, okay, can I 
can I say the other half of the speech you always give at the holidays? Well, <laughs> okay. This year, it's going to be all about Jesus. <laughs> well, what is wrong with that? No, it's beautiful. It's just, it's just you've been doing this now for 33 <laughs> years. And, and, and I get it. It's an attempt. It's an attempt. You know, we're going to, you know, instead of all this present binging, we're going to go down and serve soup at the, at the shelter this year. And that's how we're going to spend our Christmas Eve. And then Christmas morning, we're all going to church. And I get it. I get it. it what it is, it's the longing for it to be amazing. It's transcendent, holy, like heaven come down. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And you got to be real careful, gang, with those expectations, because here's the beautiful truth. If you'll actually have a very open hand with that, it might be. Right. It just might be. Mm -hmm. You know, I, every year my personal longing is, God, I really want to connect with you around your birth. I, I, I want to connect with you this time of year. I want, I want a deeper, richer experience of God. And, and that's a wonderful thing to want, mm -hmm. but um, but the you can't you can't guarantee that. Guarantee is a key word. You can't guarantee that. So if you'll release the expectation of it and, and come into the holidays with an open hand of Jesus, I'd love to find you. Help me find you. What are you saying to me? But but kind of taking the pressure off. This is going to be magical. This is going to be the year that I finally reconcile with my, you know, filled in the blank, in-laws, sisters, coworkers. You know, this is going to be the year that our small group finally, you know, fill in the blank, show one another how much we care. This is, you know, if you'll just take that off and say, Jesus, come into my holidays. Show me what you have for me. Lead me in this time. Lord, lead me in this time. John, when you just talk about those desires, it just rises in me so deeply. I want um, Christmas twinkle lights and a fire in the fireplace that we actually don't have and 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 a singing together and gazing in each other's eyes. Um, okay, these are real longings. Mm -hmm. So if I'm not going to place them on Christmas, what am I to do with them? Mm-hmm. You have to give them to the kingdom of God. You have to give them to the kingdom of God. And we're going to say a little bit more about this next week. Um, but you have a heart for the kingdom, dear ones, and all those longings and, let me add, fears, loneliness, discouragement. That's actually all coming out of one place. Mm. And it's your kingdom heart. You have a longing for the kingdom. And we get glimpses and we get tastes of the kingdom now. But the safest thing you can do is say, Jesus, all of this, all of this, I give to you and I give to your kingdom. Keep that in a safe place for me. And then you can go in with a pretty open hand. That's and if, good. If your uncle gets drunk at the family Christmas party this year, you don't... You don't get furious at him this time. You you help you call him a cab or drive him home. You you know all those things that typically fry yes, you. Yes, right. You can just be a whole lot more gracious. Mm, taking the okay. pressure off that is perfect and Take amazing. Take the pressure off. Okay, so check in on your heart and 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 on a on you know on a, day, a daily basis. Yes. How you doing? 
Practice those things that you normally do to keep your life with God. Don't abandon that stuff and just live on chocolate and candy canes for the next three weeks, and, and spiritually speaking, emotionally speaking. And then um, release, release the pressure for it to be amazing, and you might just be surprised what ends up coming your way. Okay, I just wanted to add one more thing, and this isn't, um, I don't know, it's not a particularly holy thought, but I just want to speak a little bit of mercy and sanity to say that this is not the time to be focusing on losing weight. You don't want to hurt yourself. We don't want to hurt ourselves. But at the same time, this isn't the time to go, I'm going to lose three pounds this week, or I'm going to lose a pound this week, or if I gain a pound, I'm going to shoot myself on December 26th. Right. Like, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. Mercy. 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 So Mercy. just like the whole, the whole thing Take is— Take the pressure off. Take the pressure off and mercy. You've been listening to the Ransomed Heart Podcast. John and Stacy Eldridge here the week before Christmas week. Um, just praying blessing. In fact, Jesus, together, we all invite you in. Come in. Come in. Come in. Walk us through these next couple weeks. Come into our holidays, our work, our home life. Come into our emotions, into our friendships. Come into the whole thing, Jesus. Come and shepherd us. Shepherd our hearts. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.